Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. We are off and running on a Tuesday evening post Super Bowl. And hey, that's not Sean King. No, that's Jonathan Von Tobel. He's VSIN senior NBA analyst. Mr. Von Tobel is very happy today because. Shane Steichen is the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. You forgot the important qualifier. He is not Jeff Saturday, which, by the way, Sean's not here. I believe that's now 34 to 16, Britain, uh, on uh, on cigar bets. That's another another victory for your boy uh, in our cigar bets. I was terrified that it would actually happen, JVT, that the Colts would be dumb enough to hire Jeff Saturday Full time. I mean, he was in his defense tremendous. You know that that win against the Raiders was something. Uh, I actually I argued when they lost that Vikings game or when they were in the midst of losing that Vikings game, there should be a statue built of him as head coach because that was one of the best losses in Colts history, solidifying yourself as a top four pick in the NFL draft in that coming year. Look, by all accounts, Chris Ballard and this front office had to talk Jim Irsay off the ledge when it came to <laughs> hiring Jeff Saturday as head coach. So I think that Sean was kind of going down the right path because it seemed oh. that he really, Jim Irsay, wanted to hire Jeff Saturday. And now in Sean's defense, and I don't defend him often yeah. as, as our listeners know, um, in his defense, it was not that he felt like Jeff Saturday was the right coach. Right. He was a coach that Jim Irsay might be crazy enough to just hire uh, but ultimately, it is 
Shane Steichen to the Indianapolis Colts, as well as... Former UNLV quarterback, Ooh, Shane Steichen. Let's yeah, throw we, that out there. There we go. Represent. That's right. Represent the Rebels. I mean, we're talking to Vegas royalty here. That's Jonathan right. Von Tobel. Um, but uh, Jonathan Gannon also out with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles as well. So a lot to get to. Actually, some really big-time headlines in the NFL. But let's uh, set the stage for what to expect today. Uh, we will talk a pretty... Hefty college basketball card. It is about to start with uh, America's team, Georgetown, hosting C- or visiting Seton Hall as an 11.5-point underdog. Uh, their run of quality as a under uh, double-digit underdog came to a close this weekend. Did not cover against Marquette, but I still think 8-3, those mighty Hoyas, mm-hmm. as a double-digit dog this year. Roof, roof. Hoyas, uh, which is not an actual dog. Did you know that? No, really? Yeah. Uh, it's actually... Uh, Hoya is Hoya Saxa. It's Latin for what rock. So there you go. The more you know about Georgetown, who will need a basketball really? coach. Really? Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. Yeah, that is more confusing. I So they're rocks? Apparently. And they don't know which rock they are. What rock? Okay, interesting. And, uh, also, Hokie is a made-up word. Did you know that? Virginia I knew Tech? that one. Yes, yeah, I knew that one. Not yes. a turkey. Absolutely. Made-up word. Uh, so we'll talk to Jim Root coming up in a little bit. We had to move Jim up. We couldn't put him past 7 o'clock Eastern because his beloved Missouri Tigers yep. – have a big showdown against Auburn where they're catching seven. Interesting. Against Auburn, who uh, I had over the weekend, and that did not go well as Alabama ultimately pulled away in that one. We'll talk some NBA with Nick Whalen a little bit later on in this hour. The Baltimore Ravens have a new offensive coordinator. It is Todd Munkin and Jason Lock and Fora from 1057 The Fan in Baltimore. Also, a NFL insider for CBS. He will join us a later bit in the show. And then we've got the Riv, baby, the return of Tiger. Nice. JVT, Steve Sands from the Golf Channel. He will jump on the program. I think he's going to be a, a regular uh, this uh, this golf season. Love talking to Steve Sands. I text him all the time. Me and him uh, love, to, love to dabble a little bit in college hoops. So uh, Steve Sands a little bit later on in the show. JVT sitting in for Sean King here tonight. At me, JVT, on Twitter. Plenty of NBA discussion, certainly, as the show goes on, JVT. But we'll start, once again, with the NFL. Big news. We mentioned the coordinators. want to get back to the Eagles losing both of their coordinators. But let's start with some massive news here locally in Las Vegas. It's official. Derek Carr, gone. Officially released by the Las Vegas Raiders today. He was owed, come tomorrow, 40-plus million dollars jvt so now the question i guess twofold is where does Derek carr go and what do the raiders do next we'll start with the former first where do you think Derek carr ultimately lands and, and what makes the most sense in your opinion for Derek carr i mean i think the, the the two teams that make the most sense are the two teams that were favored to land him and still are to this point it is the new orleans saints it's the carolina panthers either nfc south team would be better in a division that is terrible too, by the way. Like once, if you go and get Derek Carr, it doesn't really have that much to do with Derek Carr, more so that it has to do with the division. You become the division favorite. You have an adequate quarterback at the helm with a bunch of talent around you. I personally think that for Derek Carr, and if you're going to maximize the talents of a certain team, I actually think Carolina has a higher ceiling if he goes there. Carolina has some good defensive talent. They have a good offensive-minded head coach in Frank Reich that – was dealt somewhat of a tough hand by his, by a tough hand by his own doing in Indianapolis because he convinced the team to go and get some of these mm-hmm. retread quarterbacks. But in that kind of a system, with the talent at the skill positions that they do have and the defense that they have, which you know, throughout the year, surprisingly, Tim, like if you look at EPA and others, there's a quality defense that could get better with some adequate offensive play on the other side. I think that the Panthers would be the best 
place for him to go. But I do think, like, I would be surprised if it's anybody but the Saints or the Panthers that Derek Carr ultimately winds up with. The Carolina Panthers, and today they hired Jim Caldwell uh, to be part yep. of their staff. It's a good offer. That's a good staff. They're man. putting together quite the staff down there. Uh, they they got the uh, uh, defensive coordinator from Denver, who uh, uh, was it, Averro, mm-hmm. who is uh, very highly thought of. So he is now running that defense. Um, Jim Caldwell, senior offensive assistant. Dom Capers is going to be on that staff. Deuce Staley on yep. that staff. Josh McCown, uh, who thought many thought would be the Houston Texans head coach uh, for a couple years ago. It is uh, it is pretty darn impressive what they're building down there with Frank Reich uh, in charge. If I were, if all things were equal, JVT, I would go to Carolina. Yeah. I, I think what they've built, and you know, they they shipped off Christian McCaffrey, but ultimately they kept DJ Moore. They've kept a decent amount of pieces there. You know, Iki Aquano heading into year two as a high draft pick uh, last year. Another, you know, able to 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 stockpile. A uh, decent amount of picks. What did they get? A second and a third for Christian McCaffrey and next year's second, something yep. like that. Um, so I think Carolina, I'd be curious to see JVT ultimately what their win total will look like next year. Obviously, Derek Carr will shift that quite a bit. But if you're a Panthers fan and Derek Carr's like, yeah, I'm going to sign with the Panthers, how fired up or lack thereof fired upness huh. should you be? I think you should be pretty fired up. And it's it's more about what this division is and what you can be with a quarterback that just gives you like a baseline of production, right? You know you're going to get more touchdowns and interceptions. You know you're just going to get like top 15 quarterback play. And that's all you really need, I think, in a division like that where nine and eight realistically next year, given the way that this thing looks like it's going to fall, that's probably going to win you the NFC South next season. So I think you're pretty excited to just kind of win a division, get a home game potentially, obviously, if you win the division, and then get into the playoffs and see what happens from there. So I would say yes. And and just looking at, too, like you talk about the coaching staff, like on top of this, New Orleans coaching staff, I think the edge goes to Carolina. You have no idea what's going to happen with Alvin Kamara. Remember, he's still got that thing hanging in terms mm-hmm. of legal issues that the trial's been delayed out here in Las Vegas, and that could have something if that's, you know, if they, we hear something from that in the offseason. Is off Michael season. Thomas going to play a football game? Exactly, like <laughs> things like that. Like, I think that a lot of people initially look at both of these. You go, why wouldn't you pick the Saints? I think when you really break this down, the, the Carolina would be the most attractive position. And I do think, like, win total-wise, you're probably setting that seven and a half to eight and a half if they go and land Derek Carr. I don't think you're setting it much higher than that. Um, and schedule plays into it too. You know, as a team that finished where they are, the schedule next year should be perfectly manageable for Carolina too. Like it's a pretty attractive destination, I think, for Carolina, given what Derek Carr should be looking for here. Yeah, and they have the ninth pick in the draft. And what's advantageous for them this year in the draft, JVT, is the likelihood of a Houston and Indianapolis. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. maybe Las Vegas, all selecting quarterbacks. So when you're a team, if they were to go out and get Derek Carr, hypothetically, you're a really great spot to get a, an instant impact type player when teams are likely reaching for Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, maybe Anthony Richardson, maybe Will Levis. So if they see a run of quarterbacks go before them, either they could trade back and acquire more mm-hmm. picks or they could get a really, really solid piece there at number nine. So Carolina you know, is in a great spot. And remember this, New Orleans does not have their first-round pick this right. year. They traded it away. Uh, so that is actually Philadelphia's first-round pick. So Philadelphia has the 10th and uh, 31st pick. New Orleans actually did pick up uh, San Francisco's draft pick. I think they have the 30th pick. So they're in the first, but not at number 
10. So, yeah, big news, uh, big news there. As, as we mentioned, we've got, uh, you know, Jim Caldwell going to the Carolina Panthers as well. Uh, what did you make of the Baltimore Ravens, who I think mentioned they interviewed 14 different candidates for the offensive coordinator position, 21 different interviews, right? and they ultimately landed on Todd Munkin. Now, it was thought that Baltimore would be interested in the services of Eric Bieniemy, but that is obviously not the case as they have landed on Todd Munkin. So the Georgia offensive coordinator heads to Baltimore and like, this is a guy that has plenty of NFL background. So this isn't, you know, foreign yep. for him. Um, I, I think this is a, a solid move. And it, the question is, we'll ask Jason lock and for later on in the show. What does this mean about Lamar Jackson? Does this mean he's definitely staying They're all in is there still questions? I don't know the answer to that, but Todd Munkin, now the OC in I Baltimore. Mean, according to reports, they used the Lamar Jackson's input on, on this search, so you would think that that influences this thing to kind of work out, but working out a contract is one thing, right? Giving him, Getting an offensive coordinator he likes is one thing. Working out a contract is another, so we'll see if that ultimately maybe swings things in one direction or the other, but you mentioned like Munkin's got an NFL history. Uh, offense coordinator with the Buccaneers a few years back uh, and Cleveland as well. He was there. In the year he was with Tampa Bay, NFL's best passing attack, that was 2018. Mayfield was his best career year when Munkin was on the staff with Cleveland. So th this is a guy who's got a rich NFL history and success to go along with it. Uh, this is a pretty good hire, even if Lamar Jackson's not going to be there, I would think. We got a busy show for you, JVT, sitting in for Sean King tonight. Jonathan Von Tobel, follow him on Twitter, at me, JVT. A massive college basketball card tonight with some interesting lines i'll give you my plays a little bit later on in the hour but up next we'll talk to jim root breaking down tuesday's college basketball card it is v-sin prime time welcome to 500 greatest songs a podcast based on rolling stone's hugely popular influential and sometimes controversial list I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. 
Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game winner ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great too. With thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a Chill Mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on Chill Mattresses and get two free pillows iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Alongside UNLV sideline reporter tonight. Oh, boy. (laughs) Facts? It is a fact. Yeah. I, I do pull that part-time, so that is a fact, yes. <laughs> I'll be watching UNLV San Jose State up close tonight. Tim Miles, man, got it going there. That's Jonathan Von Tobel. More importantly, the senior NBA analyst here at VEASAN. I am Tim Murray, JVT, sitting in for Sean, who's on morning duty this week. And we bring in the one and only leader of the Circa College Basketball Challenge, Jim Root. Mr. Root, live from Chicago. We had to push him up early to make sure his Valentine's date a.k.a. Missouri basketball, was front and center. We don't want to disrupt any of that. But let's get to that, Gabe, because I know it's an unranked matchup, Missouri and Auburn, but this is a line that is interesting, right? Missouri's been pretty solid this year. Auburn coming off the loss to Alabama. And the line has actually moved in favor of Auburn here. You're seeing some sevens out there. Uh, is this a Is this a bad spot for your Mizzou Tigers tonight? It is. It's not good. And I'm saying a lot about, about about this spot that I did when Mizzou went to Arkansas early in the year. They were able to hang around for a half. They actually let it halftime at Arkansas, but then really 
struggled in the second half. And I could see something similar happening here. I mean, Mizzou's off a really emotional win Saturday night against Tennessee. Huge, huge, like arguably the biggest in the program's last like decade or something like that. Buzzer beater at Tennessee. Now they go on the road to a team that's lost a bunch of games in a row, really needs some sort of victory here. I think that indicates why the money's coming in. Uh, also still no Isaiah Mosley tonight for Mizzou. Rather thin bench with him and Trey Gomillion both out. And this is a Mizzou team that likes to press. They like to play frenetically. They want to get into you defensively because they're tiny, can't rebound. And Auburn can really take advantage of that in the paint. And Mizzou wears down in the second half if they're not able to pressure the way they like to do for all 40 minutes, then you can really, really take advantage of them. Even Tennessee did that uh, in the second half when Mizzou had been up double digits. So I, I don't have a pregame bet on this one, but if Mizzou is tied or winning at, at halftime, I think Auburn's second half is going to be a pretty decent look. Uh, let's go to a, a pretty interesting, we talked about spots. Uh, let's head up this Duke spot then. Notre Dame, what do you get from the Blue Devils after what happened over the weekend? I think the official word was it was adjudicated incorrectly at the end of regulation uh, against Virginia. And now this number overnight uh, was, uh, what, 13 and a half, Jim? Now down to uh, 12 in most spots. What do we make of the situation for the Blue Devils? I, I wish the best of luck to people betting Notre Dame against the spread. They're like 5 and 18 against the number this Put year. Put some the respect the on the, the Irish, Jim. Also five, so that's five wins. Uh, so. They, You know... <laughs> <laughs> Here's uh, apologies for the interjection, but you know, Tulsa is worse against the spread than Notre Dame, mm. and that's the list. Notre Dame is the second worst cover team in college basketball this year at five nineteen and one. Way to send us out on a high note, there, Mikey Bray. Yeah, it's pretty bad because early in the year we talked you and I, Tim, about how they were a bad big favorite. They couldn't cover against interior yep. competition. We're like, oh, okay, get them in league play, and then when they're getting a bunch of points, they'll be a decent bet. That has not really played out either. Just a team that's really lacking in athleticism, paint presence, depth. They've got some good shooters, and that's about it. That's kind of all you can say for them. There is the wrinkle of Bray as a Coach K guy, and maybe he won't want to wipe him off the mat. Uh, he wipe him off the map. He's done that a little bit with his, with Army when Coach K hosts Army. Uh, they don't really uh, take care of business there. But I mean, Shire's in charge. Maybe he cares less about that. It's not uh, really the the family experience with somebody like Bray. The big thing is, like you said, Tim, before we got on air, what's the incentive for yeah. Duke? Are they just annoyed at, at getting screwed in the last game and and are going to be out there? hammering Notre Dame from the jump, or are they going to be a little bit lackadaisical? This game isn't a, a big one. It's not a Q2 game or anything. It's not going to have a big significant impact on their team sheet for the tournament. I tend to think more towards the former. I, I think the young guys are going to remember that Virginia game going to overtime and how unjustly uh, that ending played out. And against a team that's really overmatched and Duke can probably do what they want to against them. I would lean again, uh, lean towards the Devils. It's just not a great big favorite team. They don't play fast anymore. They're more uh, half court centric than they were under Coach K. So it's tough to lay big points with Duke against a power conference team. So you're kind of going down the path that I wanted to go, Jim, because we're you know we're talking about this from the Notre Dame perspective. It's not like Duke's running out there and covering games left and right, right? Like this has been a team that has been pretty poor against a number in their own right. And well, you know they probably should have covered six against Virginia, but it, well, if you even give them that. We're That's talking, brutal. But right, but we're talking about three games that they've covered since the start of January. So this has been a team that has been regularly overvalued by the betting market. Yeah, and I think part of that's injuries. Um, they had games where Jeremy Roach wasn't in there, and he's really important, kind of their their backcourt bellwether, the guy with experience, the adult in the room, as we like to call him sometimes at the weave. 
And then Derek Whitehead missed a couple of games too, arguably the most talented freshman. Mm -hmm. And he looked pretty good over the weekend against Virginia. He had a little run of 10 straight points, a couple of corner threes for them. He's got the talent to really show up and make plays. And they do have Filipowski playing. Uh, it was debatable whether he's going to get out there. I know he had an MRI in his ankle, but he's officially available. So they got pretty close to their full complement of guys. If they're going to start covering games, it's it's now in a situation where they should be angry and they're healthy. That, that seems to play well for Duke. Follow Jim on Twitter at Second Chance Points, part of the three-man weave. They're putting out daily content. Make sure to follow them on Twitter as well. The only top 25 showdown we have tonight is Creighton and Providence starting at the top of the hour. Ed Cooley as a home dog is always intriguing. We've seen the market react just a little bit. It went from two down to one. Um, Creighton seems like they're kind of figuring it out, right? Maybe getting their mojo. Nice win over the weekend. Didn't cover, but got the win over UConn. Uh, how do you see tonight in Providence, which is always the dunk is always kind of a tricky spot uh, to, to play as a favorite. Yeah, that crowd is going to be incredible. They, they consistently fill it up. And, and last year, just look what they did to, to win the Big East. Uh, you mentioned Cooley as a dog. He's 26 and 16 against the spread as a home dog at Providence. He had some bad numbers at Fairfield before this, but I don't, I don't think those are totally relevant considering he has a lot better talent now at Providence. Uh, do you consider plus one a true home dog spot? Eh, I don't know. I, I can kind of see both sides of that argument. The, the one stat I haven't really seen thrown around much is that Cooley's 15 and seven against the spread against McDermott head to head. As you get up to 10, 15, 20 games of a sample size of these coach versus coach matchups, I start to think that matters. That's a different Creighton team than it's been in you know decades past where it's all offense, no defense. This team can really guard, but I think Providence can match that. The physicality, the intensity, they've got Jared Bynum healthy for this one. He missed the game at Omaha and, and uh, Providence was able to backdoor that one. Now full strength, Friars still trying to fight for the top of the Big East. I guess uh, Creighton is as well, so that's not really an edge. But with the home spot and Cooley's advantage over McDermott in the past, I, I do like the Friars here. Jim, so you like the Friars, uh, which might made me you know, fire up the app here because uh, taking Ed Cooley as a dog, I know, like you said, he's only one, so it's not really anything you know crazy there. Uh, but... Before I keep blabbering and, and tell you about my plays, is there anything else? I know there's no extra games, which is your bread and butter, but uh, is there another game that uh, intrigues you on the card right now? Yeah, no Norfolk State, no Gardner-Webb for me. It's, <laughs> it's heartbreaking. And on a Valentine's Day, it really does shatter it for me. Um, I, do, I like Illinois, though, on the road. This is one spot I, I really am a fan of. Uh, they lost at home to Penn State before Christmas. Kind of got blown out, actually. Uh, now they go on the road. And they've covered nine of their last 10. Illinois has, they're playing a lot better. That loss to Penn State was when they were in that rut where they had chemistry issues. All their press conferences after the games were kind of like the players and the coach bickering back and forth, passive aggressively. It was really weird. But now they're really rolling. They're healthier. They've got Luke Goody back. Uh, he played five minutes last game. RJ Melendez is supposed to be back for this one. So they're sophomore wings. Plus Meyer, Shannon, the freshman, Dane Danger is going to be a beast in this one because Penn State has no interior presence. I think the physicality is starting to wear down Penn State in the Big Ten. And Illinois is is just trending way, way up. You got a very motivated angle because they got embarrassed at home. I, I like the Illini laying three, three and a half on the road there. One of the line moves that stuck out to me last 60 with you here, Jim, is in the Big East. Villanova down to, at some spots, nine against Butler. Totals 129 and a half. Any idea what the line move, or the reason behind it would be? It, probably just that it's a little high and maybe people like that Butler play better over the weekend, but I think Villanova is really trending up uh, playing a lot better with Justin Moore in there. Him and Cam Whitmore are starting to get things figured out. Um, uh, 
what's the, the saw Longino is back as well. He was hurt. So they're healthier. And then Butler, they played really well without Chuck Harris over the weekend and Harris probably back tonight. I think that's almost subtraction by addition for Butler. He's pretty unwieldy with his shot selection, his decision-making. He takes possessions away from Manny Bates and Jaden Taylor and Ali Ali, more efficient scorers. So I do lean towards Villanova getting that extra point now that the market has, has brought it back down. You want to ride with me taking a team on a four game losing streak and uh, just lost by 23 over the weekend. Huh? Tim, did you you just described all of your bets? Boomer sooner, baby. <laughs> Come on, they're now the favorite against Kansas State. What is going on? Jim, yeah, always wild. always a pleasure, my man. We'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. There he is. I will give you my thoughts on the college basketball card next right here on Beeson Primetime. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on the NHL, NBA, or college basketball, the VSIN experts have got you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits. Deep dive betting reports, VSIN betting guides for the biggest games of the season, where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and daily props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit vsin.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. Alongside Jonathan Von Tobel, our senior NBA analyst here at VSIN, I am Tim Murray. Just heard from Jim Root. And uh, always great when Jim Root comes on and goes against one of my plays. That always that always makes me feel it's like a shot to the heart. I'm like, ooh, mm-hmm. that's not mm-hmm. great. Uh, I do like Penn State tonight uh, at home, okay. but the market is moving against me, so that terrifies me a little bit. I was on Illinois this weekend. Great closeout uh, by Illinois against Rutgers. Ultimately won that game. My only winner in the uh, Circa College Basketball Contest. Great weekend. Out of how many? Uh, five. Uh, not great. Okay. One and four. Uh, I joked on Friday on Twitter, the regression monster hadn't gotten me yet. You know, he showed were up. You, oh, what, were you hot? Oh, yeah. I had the okay. little flame emoji on the website and everything. Wow, okay. 16-2 and two on VEASAN primetime, and oh, it has come back. So, uh, And I had UNC last night, which was a lot of fun because they are terrible. Uh, so yeah. got some college basketball plays. But uh, before we keep the college basketball thoughts rolling, pretty short-ish card on the NBA, and we're going to do some some looking deep dives at the NBA uh, in the next hour with JVT. But we've got the Bucs at home tonight against Boston, laying nine. Uh, Who is out for that? Well, so that's starting to get a little lengthy for Boston. So we know that Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are not going to play here today. Uh, Al Horford popped up on the report. He wasn't on in the very early morning, so he's questionable with the knee swelling. Uh, Let's see. Robert Williams, the third, still questionable as well. But it does look like Malcolm Brogdon and Grant Williams will be available. So you still have question marks about Al Horford and Robert Williams. So it could be a pretty thin front court for the Boston Celtics here today against Milwaukee, who has won 10 straight Mm -hmm. and uh, has been looking pretty darn good so far. So, look, the market's getting this right and driving this up to nine. The overnight was actually Milwaukee minus four before we knew that everybody was going to be out. Would have been nice to have yeah, right before it happened. Um, but wouldn't be surprised if this continues to climb in the next 30 minutes. We close like nine and a half consensus because th- these injuries look pretty bad here for the uh, Boston Celtics. Yeah, nine and a half as you see at BetMGM for those of you watching with us. And I uh, see a nine and a half at DraftKings. A couple nines still here in town. 
uh, if you do like the Bucks, Toronto and Orlando, that one tipping off next hour as well, 740 Eastern. Uh, Toronto laying seven and a half with a total of 221, JVT. Anything uh, of note in this one? Yeah, well, this is this is actually really interesting. And uh, I had, you know, this Orlando was the play, the, the number that I had circled, but I wanted to get a little bit more. I wanted to get to like maybe eight or eight and a half. We're sitting at like seven and a half this whole time. So maybe if you get off to a slow start, you can get an inflated number with Orlando. Toronto, not fully healthy either. OG Ananobi is still out. Gary Trent Jr. was ruled out. They are going to have Precious Achua tonight. Uh, but not having OG Ananobi out there defensively is obviously a little bit of a blow, but he's been out for a while. And not having Gary Trent Jr. Uh, is a little bit of a ding for your offense. What's interesting is what Toronto now looks like as the sample size grows with Jakob Pertle that's going to be out there on the floor. Uh, since he's been out there, and it's only been two games in really short sample size, they're really good in terms of their net rating. But Orlando, since the start of January, they've been a top 10 defense. They've been running with a little bit more frequency. They're actually top 10 offense and transition offense. But Toronto can defend pretty well in transition. Orlando's done a great job, though, of dragging teams down to their level defensively. Uh, I, I'm really interested in what the Orlando Magic uh, are going to be here in this spot. I think I misspoke. Orlando's very good at dragging teams down uh, defensively. But we'll see what this number gets to pre-flop. But I think this is an in-game opportunity to see if this gets a little bit more inflated after a hot start for Toronto. Get in there with uh, Orlando. Sacramento catching two, two and a half at Phoenix. That's a uh, 8-10, yeah. uh, 9-10, excuse me, Eastern start time. You, you excited about that one? Well, this one's going to be good. Like, yeah. So the first off, this is one I had circled as well. But like to your point, when you talked about um, the, you know, the Penn State thing, I had Phoenix circled. The market started to move against me, so I, I didn't uh, fire on it at all. But I, there's a couple of things that are really interesting about this matchup. First off, it's a Pacific Division matchup, and I know we still have divisions in basketball in the NBA. <laughs> Who knew? But, right. But what's interesting about that aspect is once Phoenix traded for Kevin Durant, they moved all the way to a $1.75 favorite to win this division, despite being two games back from Sacramento. So this is a pretty big matchup in that regard if you're keeping track of that. But also, Phoenix, since they've started to get healthy here, they've won 10 out of 13 games. They've covered nine of those. All of it has been through their defense, and now they get to match up with Sacramento. What that means for them here, if they can kind of limit this Sacramento team who has been kind of just barely been skating by lately. Seven and six straight up. They've only covered five of those games. Their defense has been worse than it's been uh, over those 13 games than it has been for the season. Like, I, I think that this market currently saying that Sacramento is clearly the better team because we're using about three for home court this year. I'm, I'm very interested in that the market is still high on Sacramento, given that it's been low on Phoenix and they've been winning and covering these games over the last 13. And you get everybody, at least everybody, as you can. You're going to get Chris Paul. You're going to get Devin Booker. You're going to get DeAndre Ayton. And that's pretty big for Phoenix here today. So as the market starts to move, I, I'm going to sit back and wait. But I, I do think that Phoenix is an interesting spot. You also, I'd always say too, Tim. High totals like 233, 234. These are such volatile games. Whatever side you do like, you'll be able to find a really good number. Yeah. A um, couple of games late night starting at uh, 10 o'clock Eastern and uh, one that you've circled as well, but I don't know if it's uh, right now. Maybe you're waiting uh, to get in on this one. The Clippers hosting Golden State. Golden State came back last night. I yep. think they were down 15 against the Wizards uh, and uh, the most irrelevant team in uh, all of sports, uh, the Washington Wizards. Um Clippers lay an eight, though, in this spot. Eight and a half at BetMGM. Yeah, and and nobody on the injury report for the Los Angeles Clippers today. So they are Hallelujah. Full, yeah, they're fully healthy. Uh, everybody is available, and they get to unveil their three new pieces that they got at the trade deadline. Eric Gordon, Bones Highland, and uh, Mason Plumley, Miles Plumley, whatever Plumley it is. I always forget. Uh, but Plumley, they're all going to be available here today for the Los Angeles Clippers. So my hesitancy is 
I think this number is generally correct. Like, I think the Clippers should be upgraded uh, to this degree because I think the depth pieces are very good. And I, I'm high on this Clippers team when they are fully healthy. And the results have been there when they're fully healthy. But I think the problem is, like, I want to see this in action. And if you're going to bet the Clippers, I, there is a there is a case to be made that betting them in-game is going to be the way to go. Since the beginning of January, they have a defensive rating of about 119. They've been very inconsistent on that end of the floor. Their offense has not been very consistent either. I think I noted it in the column today. Uh, in five out of the last seven games for the Clippers, an offensive rating of 107 or worse in five of those games. So this is one where you could totally see a scenario. Golden State comes into this matchup, gets off to a good start in this first quarter against L.A. because their defense has been that inconsistent, especially you know if you're making a breaking in some new pieces and get a cheaper number here on LA. But that defense or last month has been really shaky for LA. So I want to see maybe if you can get that in-game opportunity for the Clippers who've allowed a lot of lesser teams to stick around and have blown some really big games against some of the better teams. We'll revisit the Clippers uh, coming up top of the hour uh, when we take a look at some of the futures markets. Is uh, Now's uh, the time a lot of people who, uh, as we know, mm-hmm. you know, I just wrote something up for the, uh, the Visa newsletter uh, today talking about you know, the three biggest storylines of college basketball. Same could be said about the NBA. Is a lot of people are like, oh, oh, those seasons have started? Oh, the NFL's over. Um, quickly to the uh, – so anything you're locking in pre-flop or more just in-game looks? Yeah, I think we're, we're, I'm going to lock in something in-game uh, as we're kind of going along. All I think right. maybe for the sake of the show, you know, for the sake of the show, <laughs> since we have something to track, uh, I'll bet Orlando plus 7.5. So we All can right. keep track of that as we go. Right, How about we're, that? we're putting in a little Orlando – uh, seven and a half. All right. A couple plays for me, college basketball wise. Um, and, and I noted this and, you know, now it's, it's become very well noted that the old uh, unranked favorite against the mm-hmm. fi- uh, ranked team has been quite the trend this year. Did not work out last night as UNC was laying, I think close six and ultimately lost the game outright to Miami. But there are a couple interesting spots, JVT today in college basketball. And I'll start a little bit later. Oklahoma has lost seven straight conference games. Their last win in conference came on January 14th against West Virginia. Uh, They got run off the floor at home against Kansas. And you have to wonder, has Oklahoma mailed it in? Or are you going to get their best effort here tonight against Kansas State? The line would tell you you're going to get their best effort. There's some twos popping in favor of Oklahoma. Ladies and gentlemen, Kansas State is 12th in the country. Hmm. Oklahoma's 12 and 13, 2 and 10 in conference play, lost four straight. But, you know, a question I always ask is how good is your good? Oklahoma's good is good enough to beat the current number one team in the country by 34 points. It was not that long ago that they obliterated Alabama. Also, you know, I'm a motivation type of guy, you know, when I look at handicapping. Mm -hmm. Porter Mosier came out with an enthusiastic, I'm not going to Notre Dame. This is my team. This is my home. Maybe that leads to uh, something there uh, for the Sooners. So I'm rolling with the Sooners. Uh, we'll go money line on the Sooners right now since that one is uh, is is up to one and a half, which is stunning to me uh, at some spots. And then real quickly, uh, I'm going to go Syracuse here tonight. Another situation where you got the unranked team as the favorite. Uh, the Q's playing a little bit better right now. They're playing NC State at home. Uh, they're coming off back-to-back wins, albeit against BC and Florida State. But, you know, I, I haven't seen the best at NC State. I, I don't know what exactly they are. You know, their last five wins, BC, Georgia Tech, Florida State. Wake Forest is impressive. Notre Dame by just three. So give me the Qs at home as a short favorite. Those would be my two plays. I do like Penn State, but Jim scared me because he likes okay. Illinois. Nick Whalen will join us. Talk some NBA next.
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my That's my <laughs> Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great too with thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network.
Basketball fans can turn a loss into a win with the King of Sportsbooks. Just place a single first basket scorer prop bet on any NBA game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in bonus bets. <laughs> Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Just log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then, wager on any player to score the first basket in any NBA game. If your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in bonus bets. Turn game time into showtime with BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Alongside Jonathan Von Tobel sitting in for Sean King this evening. He, of course, is our senior NBA analyst here at VEASAN. I am Tim Murray. Before we bring on our next guest, Nick Whalen. Sean, uh, Sean. JVT and I have decided synergy. Friendship parlay. What could go wrong? We've got Duke at home against Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. We've got Auburn against Missouri. And what Jim Root says is a horrendous spot for his alma mater, Missouri. Mm -hmm. We've got Utah State coming off back-to-back losses. Correct. Facing New Mexico at home. New Mexico just beat New Mexico. Excuse me, Air Force yes, just beat yes. New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And then we've got New Mexico at home taking on Wyoming, whose half their team doesn't exist anymore. Right. Minus 102 money line parlay. What could go wrong, JVT? Uh, absolutely nothing. And I have something to admit about our friendship. It is not the strongest because I did go rogue. Who'd you add? Toledo. <laughs> Let's go. Little rockets in there. Let's go. Well, the, uh, the best like plus EV parlay ever of five teams at plus 112. It's going to go great. <laughs> What what as the theme of our show? What could go wrong? So there you go, a little uh, last second money line parlay. Let's keep ourselves entertained. Always entertaining to bring in our good friend Nick Whalen, uh, who joins us right now. And I'm pulling up uh, the tweet from uh, from Britain here, just to because uh, you've got you've got your fair share of plays tonight, there, Nick. When it comes to the NBA, and let's start with a team near and dear to your heart, the Milwaukee Bucks. We were just talking about this, uh, and it's a who's who of who's out for the Boston Celtics tonight. Mm-hmm. And uh, across the board, this number continues to move. This game going to tip off at 7.30 Eastern in uh, Milwaukee, which is Algonquin for the good land, for those people who didn't know. Uh, Nick, what are we doing in this spot? Do you like the Bucks laying the chalk at home? Well, first of all, I love the Wayne's World reference. So uh, we're, we're off to a hot start there. <laughs> I, I think you do have to go with Milwaukee tonight. I, I don't feel great about it, but I think this number could honestly be creeping up a little bit higher given the absences that we're seeing on the Boston side. I mean, no Marcus Smart, no Jalen Brown, no Jason Tatum. And we just learned like 10 minutes ago that Al Horford is also going to miss this game. So obviously Derek White has been playing well in an increased role. They have some depth. Guys like Malcolm Brogdon, Robert Williams will be available, but Milwaukee's rolling right now, guys. They've won 10 in a row. And, you know, obviously this is not the marquee matchup that we were hoping it would be, but it still matters. And, you know, going into the all-star break, I think there's some confidence that Milwaukee, you know, wants to keep this thing going. This would push it to 11 straight and they could pull within a half game of first place, you know, behind the Boston Celtics in the Eastern conference with a win here. So this is not a Milwaukee team that tends to play around in these situations. They're at home. I think they take care of business tonight. 
Uh, let's go to a, a matchup that uh, I put a little, a few shillings on so we can sweat this out for the show today. Took seven and a half with the Orlando Magic. Uh, so first off, I know sidewise you're not really in love with a side either way, but total you did play this, mm-hmm. and this opened up a little bit higher earlier today. I think we had 223s on the board, if I remember correctly, for Orlando mm-hmm. Toronto on the overnight, now down to 220. I think you played this under, right? Yeah, I did, and I, I liked it a little bit more uh, earlier today, of course, yeah. now sitting at, a, at an even 221 over at the DK Sportsbook. And look, obviously Toronto's the better team here. I, I think they surprised a lot of people by not selling off some assets and, in fact, bringing in a pretty significant asset in Jakobertl at the deadline last week. But at the same time, you know, Orlando's been playing fairly well, given the circumstances. You know, it's one of the worst teams in the Eastern Conference. So if I, if I had to lean one way, I'd go with you and take Orlando plus seven and a half. But yeah, I like that under. Magic are a top five defense in the NBA over the last 10 games. They're also a bottom three offense in that span. So this is setting up uh, for, for kind of the, the perfect storm for the under. If, if you are, are worried about the Toronto side of this, you could take the Orlando team total. That's sitting around 107. Uh, I like that as well. And then quick player prop, Markel Fultz, over 14 and a half points. He's gone over this number in six of his last seven. Quietly shooting 55% from the field, guys, over his last 20 games. I mean, the three-point shooting has not come around with Fultz. I don't know if that's ever going to be a part of his game, but he's finding ways to score efficiently. He's over 80% at the line in that span. So I like him over 14 and a half. Yeah, Marco Fultz of the old, of all the former first overall picks by the Philadelphia 76ers, right? <laughs> uh, you'd think that between him and Ben Simmons, it was mm-hmm. Simmons who would have a better career. Not the case at this point right now. Uh, all right, let's go to the Oof. next one uh, on your board here. Uh, really interested to talk about this uh, Suns game between them and the uh, Sacramento Kings, but you've got a uh, player prop here, correct? Mm-hmm. I do. I do. And I, I'm staying away from, from this, this uh, game spread. You know, the Suns are two and a half point favorites at home. That's held steady. Uh, throughout the week or throughout the day, I should say. But I like Keegan Murray over two and a half threes in this game. And, you know, you're going out at a little bit of a limb here. It is at plus 130, but he's gone over this number in 11 of his last 19 games. He had eight threes in a game earlier this month against Houston. And, you know, we're talking about a guy who I thought would, would be ready to hit the ground running and be like a 15 to 20 point per game score right away. That was not the case. It took him a while to warm up. But really, guys, over the last month, month or two, uh, we're starting to see a lot more of the consistency that Keegan Murray displayed so often last year at Iowa. So I think this is a good spot for him. Like I said, gone over in 11 of his last 19 Suns, nothing special when it comes to defending the three, they're right in the middle of the pack, but plus 130, I'll, I'll take that. Talking to Nick Whalen from RotoWire. You can follow him on Twitter at Whalen, which is his last name, but replace the L with the number one. Nick, a game that uh, JVT uh, is intrigued by, but I think maybe you're of the similar mm-hmm. mindset uh, JVT likes the Clippers, but maybe you'd seen if you get a little bit better number in game here. They're laying eight right now against the Golden State Warriors. And as JVT mentioned, also uh, a clean bill of health right now for the Clippers. So uh, Golden State coming off of uh, a comeback win last night over the Wizards. Uh, how do you see this one uh, late night Clips and Warriors? Yeah, well, we have some relatively surprising news, at least as of now. Like, I did not expect Clay Thompson to be available for this game. I also thought there's a pretty good chance that Draymond Green could be resting on the second night of a back-to-back. But as far as I'm aware, neither of those players are on the Warriors injury report. And if Clay mm-hmm. Thompson plays tonight, this would be his first back-to-back set in roughly four years. Uh, kind of strange with the All-Star game coming up, but I think that speaks to the sense of urgency that the Golden State Warriors feel right now to try to win as many games as they can without Stephen Curry. With that said, obviously Curry's not playing in this game. Andrew Wiggins 
has been ruled out for Golden State as well. So I, I feel kind of similarly about this one as I do Milwaukee, Boston. I'm just going to kind of go chalk here, take the points with the Clippers. They're eight point favorites at home. Golden State has been awful on the road. They've been especially bad as a road dog this season. They're five and 10 ATS as a road underdog. They're two and 13 straight up in those situations. So yeah, it, it's not a great spot here for the Warriors. And look, if you don't trust the Clippers, if that's too big of a number, maybe find an alternate spread. Like you said, maybe bet it in game. You could tether it to you know one of the player props I like here. Kawhi Leonard over one and a half deals and blocks. Golden State turns the ball over a ton. Uh, obviously not having Steph Curry only hurts in that regard. And there's a lot of exploitable markets, guys, in these steals and blocks props. I think you know, if you just kind of look up and down, target teams that have high turnover rates, target teams that tend to get blocked, there's money to be made there. Yeah, and Kawhi's actually averaging like 1.9 or actually maybe too flat in terms of steals right. and blocks per game. So it's underneath his uh, game per game average at this point right now. All right, last one on the board, Washington and Portland. Uh, Portland's defense has been pretty bad, and I think it's a big reason why they went out and got Matisse Thibel and maybe part of the reason why Gary Payton has been kind of disappointed and got rid of him. What do you make, though, of this spot? 236.5 the total right now. Yeah, totals up at 236. You know, the line's been on the move. It's down to a pick em right now at DraftKings. It's a back-to-back for both teams. Mm -hmm. uh, Kyle Kuzma will be back in action for Washington. I think that swung the line a little bit. No Jeremy Grant, of course, for Portland. He's still in concussion protocol. I like the over here. It's a, it's a high number. I'm still kind of getting used to feeling a little more comfortable going over on these high totals. But Portland, 17-10-2 to the over at home. Like you said, I mean, these are both bad teams defensively, especially Portland, uh, just playing no defense whatsoever these days. Um, and if you're looking for a player prop here, I kind of like Damian Lillard under four and a half made threes. And I know he's been on fire, but he's had at least five three-pointers guys in back-to-back -back games six times this season. He has not done it in three straight games. And as we know, he has five or more in his last two. So maybe this is the night that he breaks that streak, but recent history says he's going under. Nick, great stuff, man. We appreciate it. Best of luck with your bets tonight. Hey, thanks guys. There appreciate he is. It. Nick Whalen from Rotowire. The old something's got to give, JVT. Golden State. 26 and 1 to the over on road in road games this year while the Clippers 22 and 5 to the under at home. Yeah, that offense has not been good for the Clippers. I'll tell you that much. The old something's got to give. That's JVT. I'm Tim Murray. It is Vsin Prime Time. Cash or pass. Ooh, it's a game sweeping the nation. Hey Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.